What's going on, my friends? Welcome on out to Behind the Energy Podcast, where we dive into behind the scenes of DJing, entrepreneurship, and all the excitement in between. We got some friends, some cool people joining us, and a lot of fun stories. So without further ado, let's jump into Behind the Energy Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, party people, welcome on out to Behind the Energy Podcast. We got the one and only... Ethan Cisneros, a.k.a. Ethan from Thirst in the House. So they call me. That's it. Yeah, you, you got to show him the... Uh, the Little uh, Thirst jersey the, action? The jersey, bro. He's got it like custom on the back and everything, too. You know, honestly, it's because I have I always picture myself wearing a jersey when I'm doing entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So I got myself one. <laughs> it, it's fit. Dude, I remember like... I'm going to get it for all my my managers too because i feel like a jersey makes you feel like you're in the game mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. dude you were you were talking about that like four or five years ago because <laughs> yeah. i've been Getting i've been playing this game for a while you've been repping your jersey <laughs> i've been repping the jersey yeah you've been repping many jerseys and many hats too huh. um Oh gosh! But I'm here I, to bring the energy. We're, we're here to bring the energy. I, <laughs> I, I got a I got a few notes because I want to go to specific areas, Eth. Um, and we're also going to be again kind of speedy because I'm just going to be drilling you. And we got let's do this, this. This time limit. So let's do this. Um, I joke from time to time that that you're 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 like a robot almost, bro. <laughs> because I I kid you not. There's there's very few people in this. Uh, planet that i know that have the the work ethic caliber determination that uh, this man's got right here and so oh, that, uh, it, it's kind of a joke but like straight up if you know ethan at all uh you understand what i'm saying if you don't know ethan you need to go check him out um on instagram at ethan from thirst ethan from thirst thank you beautiful <laughs> um but uh, my boy ethan and i had a funny uh interaction in how we initially met uh, we talked about that on your podcast. Yep, was formerly known as uh, it's oh, excuse me, Ethan's Angles. The current title. Yep, formerly known as Learning by Doing. Learning by Doing. Yep. Thank you, thank you. Ethan. Learning by Doing, the classic name. Uh, give give me a, a little. Give the listeners a little uh, synopsis of like that interaction, how we met, and where where our friendship really began. Oh yeah. If you, if you can, if you can reflect. Well. Most don't know, but I actually went to school for a second. (laughs) So for a second there, I was at the University of Utah and really not paying much attention at all. But one thing that did catch my attention was Lasan building, entrepreneur building. I was like, ooh, I can associate with that. I walk in and they had, I I think, were you a host or something? Uh, like an associate of the co-work program. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. type yeah, of... like a host of the space. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. basically he was in there like just showing everyone, showing everyone around that came in and showing them how dope it was. And then we got to talking and it turns out you were rushing our fraternity mm-hmm. and just a go-getter, had his own business and we just clicked right off the bat. We started chatting it up, chatting it up, probably working our first deal. Like you were going to DJ like one of my, the gigs at SIG or something mm-hmm. like immediately. Mm-hmm. We were just, we just hit it off, dude. And I think I say a lot, hustle respects hustle, hustle finds hustle. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, if, you're, if you're doing it and you're working hard and you're going for years, I think people respect that mm-hmm. mutually, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I think we can see eye to eye in that, in mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. It, it helped. Seriously, I remember 
you walking in just being like super curious like what's going on what's what's this place all about and come to find out like a day or two later i'd I'd see ethan at the sigma kai house and uh he's the social chair at the time hosting uh you know socials and events and parties and whatnot and so we collaborated there the good old days baby behind the scenes making everything work and then i dj um i remember i don't know if you'll remember this ethan but uh I had an assignment in a entrepreneurship class and I interviewed you. Uh, it was probably at like 9 p.m. on a Friday night yeah. or a Saturday night. Yeah. And I remember there was like a party going on. Yeah. They're like, yo, come over. Let's <laughs> let's get this interview real quick and then let's have some fun. Yep. Um, but I remember doing that as well. And uh, The grind, baby. <laughs> though, though our paths haven't crossed like too frequently, there's always, at least I felt like there's always been like a mutual respect and oh. support there because kind of gets at you know the those those grinding you know can see it uh in others and, and can respect it am i am i making sense oh 100 okay. and then Thank the thing you. is we want to promote it too we're like oh man that person gets it that person mm-hmm. that person is doing stuff like that isn't seen by everyone and mm-hmm. and we know it. we can see them grinding you know yep. what i mean like we know I, I think I have an extra respect for someone like you or another entrepreneur who I really see is putting in work behind the scenes that isn't always getting recognized, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, yeah, we have a lot of respect for it. Mm-hmm. So. I, just, I just started doing this thing like, uh, it's, 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 it's a little silly, but I think it's kind of cool. Like on Instagram, when I see one of my friends doing like something really dope, mm-hmm. like you, for example, launching, uh, what number of location was it? The sixth? No, no, no. It was our fourth drive through, but our it was our fifth official location. <laughs> Ethan had, had made it made this post on social media, you know, showing the excitement, you know, uh grand opening uh and bountiful is about to happen just on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I I take the the Instagram post and I post reshare it on my story and be like, uh, you know, just uh just a friendly reminder, I got the dopest friends or like my friends are <laughs> badass or something like that. Um sharing sharing the excitement because you can, as grinding entrepreneurs, you can see that in others. So, um, 100%. I want to uh, take a quick step back uh, and provide a little bit more context for someone who may have not been to Thirst or been introduced to Thirst. Um, yes. Eth, if you could give a, a a a brief synopsis of of the entrepreneurial journey, sure. Uh, give take take a few minutes and, and walk us through that. I I like to say I'm just like an all in type of guy. I've been all in on whatever I'm doing since I was little. And it just so happened that I like starting businesses. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, I had a lawn mowing business that I went out all in on, started by pushing my lawnmower for like a mile to go get to the first client and just did marketing. I always did marketing. I was always obsessed with like getting more customers, being the best, being the top, being the top. I would flyer everyone's doors, call everyone, make signs, uh, grew my lawn mowing business, grew it, grew it, grew it with one of my buddies. And then uh, when I was in high, when I was 16, I started a shaved ice business. Mm-hmm. And I ran that for three years and really made it kind of the hangout spot of my high school. Learned how to have employees, learned how to file taxes and do inventory and, and like be a semi, semi real company, semi big company. And then uh, I started Thirst in 2016 and uh, that was right when after I graduated high school, I was 18, just turning 19. Um, and over the last six years, I've been able to grow that into um, what is now 150 employees. Damn. We have 
six locations. We're opening four more in the next six to six months to a year. And uh, it's just been incredible. It's been incredible. I've worked the whole time as hard as I possibly could. I put a lot of attention to trying to do what's right and sharing the journey and building others up, building others up on social and building others up in my company and building others up that I'm doing business with. And honestly, my customers, like a lot of try to bring a ton of value to my customers. Mm -hmm. I want to just be the best. I want to be all in. I want to be the, one of the greatest entrepreneurs to make a mark in my industries, whatever ones I do. So I'm, uh, I like to share my journey. I'm very, I'm a creator of a podcast and vlog and, uh, I just, I put myself out there and I'm really going for it. And, uh, I think, I think people involved will think, I like to think that they think I'm a really nice guy and I work really hard and, uh, yeah, man, that's who I am. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That, uh, you have let me in on that story and I know that that two minutes doesn't even do just justice <laughs> of, of those years, even, even from you know, the, the start of thirst, let alone yeah. the shaved ice or you know, the lawn mowing, but uh, just the interest of time, providing a little perspective there. Um, I've told you a million times, like, dude, it's, what you're doing is incredibly impressive. Um, it, it blows my mind, but I'm not surprised because I know what you're capable of. And I, I genuinely know that this is just the star for, for Ethan Cisneros and, and your entrepreneurial oh, path. I appreciate that. Man. Um, like I, uh, as I was as I was washing my hands just a moment, I'm like, you know, I, I can't wait for whatever endeavor it is that we go in on together because I want to do business with you. Oh, I yeah. don't know what it is. Oh yeah. But at some point, if it's two years or if it's five years or if it's seven years, <laughs> uh, I, I want to be business partners together. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm just impressed, bro. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been, it's like to your point, it's it's been a long, like long, long journey. Like I've been putting. I'm 24. I started my, let's just take, forget about my lawn mowing business. Take my shaved ice business. Since I was 16, I've literally been working 50 hours minimum per week. Mm -hmm. And more recently in my career, like every second, like, like I lived, I work on my thing 24 seven and it's been a long time. Like I, if, if you count those reps 50 hours a week since I was 16, like most people start their careers after college and really yeah. go after and like start honing those business skills of marketing, of how to talk to an employee, of how to deal with situations at work, how to lead a team and get them to do what you want. Mm -hmm. Like I've really been honing in on those skills for a long time. And I know you have two on your business, but I think people discredit it. Like there's very few businesses that last more than five years. Mm -hmm. really just, there just aren't that many. And it's because it takes a lot and you really got to be committed. And so, yeah, man, it's been a long time and the feeling is mutual. Uh, like I'm saying, you know the feeling of doing this for a long time. I know you've been in the DJ business for a while and you just put in work, you put in work, you put in work. And uh, you got to love it too because <laughs> it's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. It's a lot and it gets crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Uh you just reminded me of uh, an incident and a conversation I just recently had. Uh, every now and then DJing, uh, you know, you have a, a tough night, whether that's a tough crowd or, uh, you know, uh, an example, a, a tough client or a school that 
yeah what whatever the dynamic is yeah, it's it's absolutely. It, the the night is is very far from the success and the yep. the excitement that you have seen yep and uh one thing that i have recently learned is that you, that it is very easy to get caught up on that one particular night let's say we dj 100 events in a year and there's three of those events mm-hmm. and it is so easy for for those feelings those thoughts those emotions to build in a cycle and um Matter of fact, we just had one of those nights recently. It was still successful, but there was something that uh, you know made us think and feel differently. And yep. I had I had to remind uh, my boy Austin uh, Argus uh, that dude, this is this is this is uh, one night of many many successful nights. Oh yeah, and I know he knew this, but uh, I've I've caught myself uh, in that cycle of thinking <clears throat> thinking poorly and. And overthinking or overanalyzing, and uh, you know, it was just a, it was a moment in that conversation with him to disrupt that thinking and bring in a bigger picture. Um, you know, all the other success that we're having. So, um, anyways, I don't, I don't want to get on a tangent. Oh no, there. dude, it's crazy. I think about Am I this making so, sense though? so much. Like, dude, emotion in business mm-hmm. messes me up so bad. It's in fact, I'll say it's probably one of my biggest weaknesses. Is like. Feeling an emotion, whether it's toward an employee, about how the line is moving, about like how someone spoke to someone else in my company, about anything I'm frustrated about, like emotions and temper, they'll ruin like the vision and progress and like actually what's best for the business, actually what's best for all the team members. They can ruin them. Like they really can because Mm -hmm. it's hard to control. Like when you care so much and there's so many emotions like you or I do about the ultimate success of the business, like it means so incredibly much to us. And yeah, we can make decisions all the time. I do this all the time. Like I would say my biggest weakness is like getting frustrated about something and then doing something um, or saying something to an employee or like choosing to deal with something at a certain time. Um, I can mess you up and you can be, it can be, it can be really set you back. But, um, so I really try to think about that a lot. I'm like, when, when I'm feeling an emotion, I'm about to go call someone and tell them I'm upset with them about something, Mm -hmm. or I'm about to go in and talk to my team a certain way. I'm about to make any move at all. I'm like, does this, am I really thinking about this right now? Or what kind of emotions is making me want to think that? And, uh, if you can do that, man, you're a mental beast. If you can do that, if you can control, stop that emotion, boom, slow it down and be like, all right, let me see so clearly through this. You're an unstoppable leader, I think. And so, dude, I think it makes a ton of sense. I think about that a lot. The fact that you're consistently conscious about this, Ethan, and that you 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 have a team of a hundred, 150 plus, uh, high performing team members that are willing and excited to represent the thirst brand at 24 years old is <laughs> incredibly impressive, man. Uh, I, I, I'm going to jump on just for the sake of time, but yeah, I go. think, I think we could, you could have a whole converse or a whole freaking podcast just on that topic. In itself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, some, some current excitement that's happening with thirst. Uh, I know there's the division uh, with Wetzel's Pretzels, the mm-hmm. truck, uh, and if I remember correctly, there's a, a location in Tooele coming. Yep. Is that correct? Yep. So we're building. We just launched our Bountiful Thirst Store. Yes. We're going to open uh, 
in Tooele, and it's going to be a surprise, but I'll tell you right now on this podcast, it's going to be a thirsty car wash. Mm-hmm. So we bought this big lot. There's a huge tunnel that you go through on one side. That's going to be the thirsty car wash. And then on the other side is a thirst, and we're going to work together. So if you go to the thirst, you can buy our car wash at a discounted price, get back in line, go through the thirsty car wash, or you can just go through the car wash, or you can just go through the thirst. So testing that out, because why not? And it sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think with a strong brand, you can pull out, pull off or sell a lot more than you think. Mm-hmm. Like with a lot of brand equity, like Tesla doing their alcohol brand. Or if Nike got into like the food business, like people are going to pay attention because Mm -hmm. the brand is there. The brand is there. And so I don't think a car wash is far-fetched at all. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think like I'm excited about it. Like I want to go after quick quack. Like I literally, I think there's a massive demand for it. And my head goes like this. I'm like, I'm sticking on car wash for one second. My On my head with car wash is like, okay, you got people like quick quack who need to get people to their lot in order to make their money, right? And so they're charging a price based on that. Say it's $10. I'm already, I've already got the traffic to the lot. I'm getting people there for the thirst. They're there for the thirst. It's so convenient for them to buy that car wash at a discounted price. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go to another place. And I already made my money on the thirst. I already made all my margin. I feel like I can charge a lot lower price be- on these car washes because anything, any profit I'm making is just icing on the cake. Yeah. It's just icing on the cake. And so I think giving people another reason to go f- to a place like, yeah, you can get thirst here or you can get a car wash. Mm-hmm. It makes sense on the business side because I don't, I'm not begging them to come just for a wash or just for a thirst. Like we, it's either one. And then on the c- customer side, it's super convenient. Anyways, I'm pumped. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if next year, I'm working on several thirsty washes. I, 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 I genuinely don't doubt it. I, I, I also make, wouldn't be surprised if I was doing none of them and it wasn't going that well. Either way, it could go either way, but I'm going to go all in. I, I feel to like try it. I feel like <laughs> you could extend the thirst, the thirst brand and the thirst excitement and energy into a car wash to make it an experience. You're not yeah. just, you're not just, you know, you're not just going to get your, you know, your daily fix, your Dr. Creamy and your pretzel bites. Yep. Um, and then going through a car wash, but you're continuing that brand experience as you go through and exit the car wash. Yep. So we're doing that. We're doing that. And we got Midvale, which we just moved into right now. It's our, just our production kitchen, but it's going to be a, it's a pretty big space. So it's going to be our production facility where we make all of our beignets, cookie dough, pretzel dough mix, um, all the stuff that is, um, that the stuff that we make from scratch and distribute to our stores weekly. Mm-hmm. So like we have our own distribution center, essentially. We're also going to turn that into a store because it's big enough and has a huge drive through. Sick. So um, that'll be store number six, drive through store number six for us. We've got the two locations in the Vivarina, and then we've got a catering location, which is actually our top performing location of anything. I remember we do more when catering than anything. So when you first tapped into to catering, dude, Crazy, I, I remember man. that. Crazy. And, and not only did you, you know, you you take it on with 150 percent effort, but you literally hosted your own, uh, I guess, catering launch. Yeah, event. wedding expo. Wedding expo. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we've done. Yeah. We're doing a wedding expo. We're That's gonna so do our dope. third annual one this year, this so spring. Dope. So can I can I be a part of it? You have to be. You have to be. <laughs> 
So yeah, dude, we're going all in. We got, um, and then I'm, I also am the Wetzel's Pretzels franchisee for Utah, and we're opening two stores right now that we're building that are going to be Wetzel's Pretzels powered by thirst stores from ground up. You're building. Yep. Dude. These one in St. George, one in Layton. So those are those are in the works. They're taking forever, but um, that'll basically be like a combo franchise, and a look and act very similar to a thirst, except it will um, the pretzel product will be Wetzel's pretzels. Yes, and um, yeah, it'll be it'll be literally a franchise of thirst and a franchise of Wetzel's pretzels. It just so happens that I own that franchise, and so um, doing it just for because why not? And honestly, I, I want to do like, I want, I want the brand equity of Wetzel's. I think it's an amazing company and I want to bring it to Utah because I think my thirst brand and Wetzel's pretzels powered by thirst can coexist. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I want to power all the Wetzel's pretzels by thirst <laughs> So or do something like that. I just think it's a good move. And so I'm pumped about it. And I'm also going all in on that. And I have a food truck, a Wetzel's pretzels powered by thirst food truck that is, uh, Running right now, uh-huh. and so I remember following along on on social media as you went and where did you pick that up from? From Florida, from we drove Florida. back from Florida. That's so dope. <laughs> and this uh, for the for uh, New Year's, we're taking it to California, and we're catering the uh, Rose Bowl game out on the front did, did, of the stadium. And then I'm gonna be in the uh, I'm gonna be in the Rose Bowl parade on the Wetzel's Pretzels float. Let's <laughs> go, baby. <laughs> So yeah, it's been fun, That's dude. Amazing. It's been fun. It's been fun to learn franchisee land too, like as the franchisee. Yes. Because uh, I may or may not want to do that one day with Thirst too. Yeah. So yeah, it's been interesting. It's been very insightful. It's been a lot of work, but it's just been a blast, dude. I, I take that uh, tapping into that world and and becoming familiar with it is is going to be very beneficial down the road, whether that is with thirst or with something completely different or multiple things completely different. Um, Eth, real quick, I want to uh, jump to, uh, I guess you could say this this article um, that uh, you had just released. Yeah. Uh, Communicating like Ethan. It's called Communicate Like Ethan. Communicate Like Ethan. Can can, um, you elaborate just a little bit bit about that? Dude, 100%. Thank you. Thanks for checking it out, too. It was honestly... um, I think about a lot when I make content. I'm like, I, this would be really cool if my dad wrote this when he was learning this stuff. And I think about communication a lot. I think about it with my team members a ton. And I think about, in, in fact, I think that's the whole operation of Scaling Thirst at this point mm-hmm. has shifted from Ethan managing the stores and managing the experience of the stores mm-hmm. to Ethan now managing the people that manage the stores. Mm-hmm. And my communication with them is the variable of whether or not I'm successful. The mm-hmm. way I call my office director and say, I don't like how this store was running or what, you know, what happened here? Addressing a concern. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, a, or marketing yeah. or our bookkeeper, like any of them, that's the variable like success. So it's super, super important. I haven't figured that one out yet communicating to my team that's the one i'm really dialing i'm trying to dial in Mm -hmm. i'm sure that because that's how i scale my business one thing i have been able to dial in is how to communicate to my customers i'm really good at that that's how i've been able to take thirst Mm -hmm. past the just the level of 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 average business our average unit or our average um store does over a million dollars in revenue because we 
communicate with our customers because yep. we don't just take advantage for the fact that they're coming to us. Yep. We look at them. We look at social media. We look at a text platform, an email platform, a Facebook group, a um, whatever it may be. We look at that as like a direct. I I look at any of those things I just said. I look at them the same as if someone was walking up to one of I was at one of my stores and all these customers were walking in saying, hey, I have this question about your product that I want to buy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have a question about thirst. Would you mind answering it for me? Like people that I like my real customers. Yeah. And I don't think people look at it that way enough. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think business owners when they're when they get a comment on their Instagram post or anyone gets a comment yeah. or a DM, that's one of your customers that's yeah. gonna go buy something. Yeah. Like you really aren't going to respond to them or you like, mm-hmm. it's, it's realer than people think like can a, a thousand followers on, on something is a thousand people listening to you give a speech basically. Yeah. Like it's unreal. And so I think yeah. people mm-hmm. undervalue that they don't look at it the right way, like business owners and people that can take advantage of it. And so communicate like Ethan is, all of the exact strategies and tactics that I use to talk to customers, how I do Instagram stories, how I communicate on Instagram stories, how I do Instagram posts, how I become part of the community in Facebook groups, how I build and use a text list and mm-hmm. do it strategically, like, and, and on and on and on, like real things. And I think it will, it could genuinely help a lot of mm-hmm. business owners or personal brands because mm-hmm. it's real, like tried and true tactics that I've, been using for the last 10 years building my businesses and so Mm -hmm. i think um a lot of them are yeah the instagram stories but are a lot of a lot of it's just like the principle of communicating in general and how important it is Mm -hmm. with your customers like you need to be communicating with your audience or you're essentially not relevant Mm -hmm. and so that's what communicate like ethan is and just my mom i actually videoed it and my mom, who is a writer, helped Tra- me ghostwrite it. Transcribed it. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was sick. And yeah. she did a really good job. And uh, I saw that. Yeah, I hope, I hope people read it down the line. I hope if I ever make it big and like become famous for my, for my entrepreneurship, I, I hope that people look back at it and they're like, oh, like that's the same principle he's still yeah. doing. And so... Well, uh, I, I feel like yeah. there's, there's going to be more of those, uh, I guess you could say, uh, golden nuggets of information from Ethan. Yeah. Uh, but this is one really big one. Yeah. Uh, so for fellow uh, entrepreneurs or I guess new entrepreneurs, uh, 110% go check that out. Uh, Ethan, I I had another question or two I wanted to, to ask you, but we got to uh, wrap up here on time. I do want to... Sorry, I was bringing up. the no. energy too much on my answers. No, bro. <laughs> no, seriously, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Um, and maybe this is a separate conversation or follow-up episode, but... Um, this is a broad question, but, uh, if you were to give one specific tip to someone with an idea, someone who's just starting in entrepreneurship, no matter, uh, you know, the field or work, whether it's a service or a product, um, uh, or they're inventing something new based on your years of, of building and creating and perfecting, what would that tip be for that young entrepreneur? I would say document and don't act like you know all the answers. That's mm-hmm. what I still do. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's my answer because that's still it. Like, that's what I'm still doing. That's what like, you're, you're yeah, doing sure. today. That's what I'm doing today. Like I, mm-hmm. and I, this, I tell my employees this, I 
tell my customers this for sure. Like we'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, we're not sure on this, but like this is what I'm trying. This is how hard I'm working to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think being transparent and just really being authentic and documenting the journey, like document, like people are going out of business, but aren't posting on Instagram for three months. Like yeah, post everything, post everything. It shouldn't be perfect. It should be the opposite of perfect. It should be super raw. Um, if you can, like if you want to grow your business, like sometimes I don't post, Mm -hmm. but like if I'm really hungry and I'm like, I want, I need to drive some sales to the door, like, or I'm feeling really ambitious and like, or just like the classic grind, like trying to get better and better. I'm posting all the time, but yeah. So I would just say that's it, man. Like, like it's okay to not know and like sharing the journey and getting people to follow along. Like that's what they want. People buy a story right now more than anything. Like in a world where everyone is trying to like make a perfect picture or ad or thing on social media or like try to be the best. The only, I say this all the time, the only, the best piece of content that everyone has that we all can just drill and it's going to get the best engagement all time is literally just the thoughts on our head. Yeah. Like our story, the things that we're doing. Because the only thing that no one can replicate yeah. is the only thing that you can make that literally no one else can make. And so uh, that'd be what I'd say. Ethan, thank you, bro. I love it. Uh, if you're not following on, on Ethan's story uh, and getting inside the thoughts on his head, do it now or do it yesterday, Ethan, from <laughs> Thirst on Instagram. Um, I, I'm so grateful to call you my friend, dude. I appreciate and, it, bro. And I, again, I'm so proud of you, but I know that this is just the start. <laughs> I don't, I, I genuinely don't think I know someone who's making it happen more than you are. Oh, so thank you so much. Ethan, man. thank you. We could be talking for days, but we got to wrap up the podcast. Uh, Ethan from Thirst, uh, Parker Andrees behind the energy podcast. Bringing the energy, uh, baby. Bringing the energy, baby. You already know what it is. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who's listening. If you haven't subscribed, uh, I think do that. N- now's an appropriate time to do so. And write the manner of you. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be much appreciated. Oh, also check out Ethan's Angle. Yeah. Ethan, Forget about Ethan's Angle. Yeah, yeah. We just dropped some knowledge on you guys. <laughs> Go leave a review on this podcast or I'm pissed. <laughs> Ethan, thank you. That's uh that's it. That's a wrap behind the energy. Peace. <laughs>